Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. We thank you for this blessed day. Your name is going to be glorified in our midst. Amen. First Kings chapter 18. Today is the last day of our Testimony World Conference. We are blessed that God has brought us to the month of testimonies. And uh, we want to read from verse number 38 and then 39. Watch what the Bible said. After Elijah prayed, the Bible makes us understand that then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and, and, and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Praise the Lord. We are talking about worship and testimonies. Please take your seat. In the whole conference, we've been talking about testimonies from this particular test. We have learned a couple of things. I remember on Wednesday when we started, we learned about the platform that you need to build in terms of sacrifice that will attract supernatural attention to you before you even initiate your prayers practically. And that is, to a large extent, what many Christians miss when they are seeking for supernatural testimonies. So we talked about the sacrifice. And then on Thursday, the second day of the conference, we spoke about the different phases that your prayers would go through before you get to that supernatural testimony. And if you lack understanding in those phases that your prayers will go through, you are likely to back off when you confront those phases. However, your ignorance does not change the dynamics that the miracle is imminent. And so it's important that we wage our warfare in wisdom and knowledge. Then, um, on Friday, we spoke about the prayers, the kind of prayers that will warrant that fire for a testimony. Because we understood that God answering by fire is one of the distinguishing attributes that he uses to Authenticate that he's the living God and is a God who still 
must be saved. And every Christian must have the kind of immediate, instantaneous answers to prayer by way of fire. So in this service, in actually in those in that service on Friday, which was day three, the word of God tried to help us to understand that certain prayers that people thought were not scriptural or were not right are actually not wrong. And that you could pray those prayers when your heart is set in the right direction according to the will of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, in as much as we learned that Elijah said, let all these things be done for your name's sake, we also learned that he also prayed that, that the people's heart will return to you. So, let this thing be done. So, it is not all the time that when we are asking for things, um, of course, ultimately, it's for the glory of God to be seen. But that you can also pray that this stubborn husband that I have, give me the child. So that this stubborn husband will know that I don't serve a dead God. And you know, for many years, we have been taught that don't ask for something because of somebody. But sometimes, according to scripture, when people are hardened to the point where they backslide, you need to ask for a certain testimony so that the backslidden will return to God. Praise the Lord. Is it clear? Yeah. If a husband is becoming infidel because there is no conception in the marriage, you are praying that what? And the guy is going to hell because the baby is not coming. And people can easily end in hell like that. So you pray that God, for the sake of <laughs> let me give birth so that he will return back to you. Praise the Lord. It's a powerful prayer, pa. Yeah. Yeah. You can have an occult who has joined a lodge and we will keep talking about the lodge. We will keep talking about it. Who has joined an occultic lodge and they are free carpenters using hammer and nail to nail their destinies in satanic coffins. And then by reason of that, they are making money everywhere. And then they are recruiting young people. Before it used to be older people in this kind of satanic lodges. At this time around, young girls, young men, hey, they are all being recruited into satanic brotherhoods. And when they, these brotherhoods see people following the Lord and they don't have things, they mock at them. And they try to use the mockery to get you to go on their side. So, when you have such a person, you should be able to pray to God that God, let me break through so that this foolish child of the devil will know that God is able to prosper people and you don't need to be in hell here on it before you prosper. Is it not a powerful prayer? Yeah. Now when they see how you have gotten the money and you can still sleep and snore. 
and they have gotten the money and demons, they have to wake up and do some things at midnight. And demons hunt them. They will now come and look for the blessing of the Lord. Make it rich and add no sorrow. It's a powerful prayer that will bring such a person to that level. Praise the Lord. But I really love what God is going to open to us this morning because it's fantastic. We are talking about worship and testimonies. So here, there was drought, farming in the land, trouble. In fact, when Ahab met Elijah, the first thing he said to Elijah, are you Elijah the one who troubled us? And Elijah said, no, I'm not the one who is troubled. It is you and your father's house. Serving idols, Baal. That is what has brought trouble. So whether from the side of Elijah, from the side of Ahab, there was trouble on the land. And so the, the famine had brought so much trouble. Then by the, by the happenings of the time, Elijah called for that settlement of the matter. And then the Bible said, when the fire came down, verse 38, when the fire came down, it consumed the burnt offering, the wood, the stone, the dust, and licked the water. That was in the, please, just take note of the fact that then the fire of the Lord fell. So, the, the issue was that the God who will answer by fire, let him be our God. So the answer they were looking for was what? Come on, talk to me. Was what? The answer they were looking for was fire. That's the first answer. I have to tell you that the second answer they were looking for was rain. Water to solve the issue of the drought. These two answers had different purposes. First of all, the fire was to settle the controversy between whether God was the one to be saved, the Lord God, or Baal was the one to be saved. Are you here now? Then the rain was a confirmation that this Lord God is the provider of all good things. And that serving Baal will always keep the land dry and in drought and in famine. And so, we have to put these two in their proper context. Their ultimate expectation was to get water in the land so that life could return to normal like the way we are believing God that the COVID will be raised and life will return to normal. These people saw the fire and the result they saw brought them to their, their faces before the Lord. They started worshipping. So the point is that at this stage of our lives, there are some things we have seen and we are tired of the status quo. At this stage of our lives, we have settled that the Lord God is the one we want to follow. And we have seen some things. But there are other things we are believing God for. And we are trusting God that the real downpour of abundance will come. How did these people 
received that downpour of abundance, they engaged in worship. What did they engage in? They engaged in worship. So when the fire fell in verse 38, the Bible said that in 39, watch what happened in 39. Let's read it together. One go. And when all the people saw it, what did they do? They fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. Praise the Lord. They were worshiping the Lord. Worship is powerful. It's powerful and it always is the process that keeps in for any great thing beyond yourself to manifest. Let me say it well. For anything that is beyond your human abilities to manifest supernaturally, worship becomes your initial starting point. Your starting point, your initial point of reference should be that the Lord God be worshipped. The name of the Lord God be praised. Are you here at all? And why is that so? It is so because number one, worship. Can we go now? Worship is a recognition of the lordship of the Lord in the lives of the people. I'm going to give you all the three points and then I'm going to just be talking about them. Worship <laughs> is the recognition of the lordship of the Lord in the lives of the people. 24 says that, verse 24 says that, when God, when God, in verse 24, he said, and call ye on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord and the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well. So here, we understand that there was a contention between who to be served and who not to be served. Okay. But I think that even before I go on this point, let me even give you really what I want to say is the point one. Then I'll come back to this point. So worship is putting all arguments about who reigns to rest. Worship is putting all argument about who is in charge to rest. In verse 21, please watch with me. In verse number 21, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. So there was a, a divided attention, opinion in the place as to whether the Lord God is the one to be worshipped or Baal is the one to be followed. When there is a divided opinion, people don't worship well. So for people to worship, it means that they have settled the controversy. The argument in their mind that God is the one that I stand for or the one that I stand with. I'm no longer torn in between two minds. So you see that people who are torn in between two minds, their worship is not intense. Their worship is atmospheric. It's based on their feeling. Because they really don't know whether they belong to God, they belong to Satan, or they belong to themselves. But your worship, the true sense of your worship is that you have settled in your mind that God is for me and nothing else. 
I am for God and nothing else. The Lord God is my father and I am his child. Not torn to between two opinions. That's why it is possible that a child of God who has settled this matter can be in a problem and is still unmoved about who they stand for. And please, let me tell you that this kind of people we are talking about, we are talking about God's covenant people who are torn between two opinions. So, and in the beginning, it was not so. In the beginning, they were God's children. At the time they were serving Baal, they were still God's children, serve another God. Are you here at all? That is, people of God can begin to be torn between too many things. So, when you come to the place of worship, that sacred place, where you fall on your face and raise your heart before God, you are saying that there is no argument about who you are. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died. And that he died. I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough. That. In our modern days, he's got times and seasons in his hands. Thank you, Father. Yeah, 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 yeah. You call for light out of darkness. Come on. You don't need a man to be the God you are. Ah, you have chosen. Call me your Lord. You are God. From a cloud to Thank you, Father. You are God all by yourself. You are God. From beginning to the end. There's no place called Abahasa. No controversy. Everybody sing it with me now. You are God. Ay, 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 ay. From beginning to the end. Thank you, Father. In my marriage, there is no argument. In my, in my ministry, there is no argument that you are God. Praise the Lord. There is no argument. Even if I'm not born again, there is no argument that God exists. When I see the sea, and I look at the trees, 
and animals and stones that I cannot create. Something should tell this medulla oblongata that there is a creator somewhere who is God above the creation. And there is no argument. Technology has not replaced the creator. There is no argument. School has not changed that dynamic. When there is argument between philosophy of man, whether God exists or whether, whether church, God, religion, whatever, the truth of the matter is that the people that must worship God, John 4, 24, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. And truth is revealed also in the creature that your very existence is a pointer to the fact that somebody is there above you. And the person who is there above you is not your mother. It's not your father. You were not thrown from the air. And who created that air? Some people say God is not there. Because they will ask you, have you seen God before? Question I have for you. If anything you have not seen does not exist. Have you seen your heart before? How about your lungs? Have you seen your, your have you seen your appendix before? Please, I'm asking you, hey, what did you see before? Have you seen air before? That you cannot see your lungs. It's a sign that it doesn't exist. Are you serious? When you see people worshipping, it means that they have gone above that argument. That we are not torn between social media and church. We are not torn between any argument, whether it is done or it is not done. God is there. He has not handled my matter the way I want it to be handled, but is there? I don't like LPP, but it doesn't change the fact that the man is a president. I don't like NDC, but it doesn't change the fact that it's a party here. Are you here at all? What you like or don't like, what you have or don't have, doesn't constitute an, an authentic platform that something exists or doesn't exist. Your, your house has not been boggled before by armed robbers. You say there are no armed robbers in God. Are you, are you sick? So people who have not settled this argument, they, they, they find it difficult to worship. Because as we are worshiping, they will be wondering. Second point is that it is a recognition of who is in charge. First of all, it settles the matter that God, there is no argument. Number two, who is in charge here? Who has a lordship over your life? When you are worshipping, you are giving a clear signal that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my personal savior. He's in charge of my life. That's what we see in verse number 24. He is in charge. He said, and call ye on the name of your gods. And I will call on the name of the Lord. He is in charge. The one that answers by fire. He is the real deal who is in charge. 
So when they fell and they started worshiping, the worship was that, hey, now Israel, we have returned. That he is in charge. Worship is what authenticates to a large extent your meaning of who has the lordship over your life. Because when you are worshiping, you are really surrendering to a deity that mostly you don't see, but you believe is in charge. That's why when you go to court, the lawyer is not the one in charge. It is the judge or justice that is in charge. And you bow to the one in charge by ensuring that you honor the lordship of the one who is in charge there. That's why even lawyers can be charged with contempt. In the case that they are, you, ch- you challenge the grounds of the judge, he can throw you out of his court. I was watching one, one um, this thing like that and the, the lawyer w- was trying to get a bail for the listening and then the judge says something and then the judge says another thing. He said, my lord, I don't agree. I think it is not reasonable. Then the, the judge asked the man, he said, lady judge, he said, do you mean I'm unreasonable? Proceed. Then she says something. He said, stop it there. Then he said, no bail. Trial is starting. Then he said, another word from you, you'll be charged and you'll be out of my court. Say, do you have anything to say? No. When you bow to worship the Lord, you have said that, Mama Minsasu. I don't have a mind of my own again. So that's why when you come to church and we are singing about this God who is the Lord of your life, and you are either sitting like an unmovable rock or a tool that is blunt not needed for anything or an insensitive living being that must be turned into a stick or a tree or a rock I think a tree grandpa is a living thing some people the way they behave in the hey, you wonder who really has the seat of their lives now you know even if when you submit your love to a human being how do you feel when they are talking about the person The reason why I have not talked about any party is that some people here they are party animals. The love they have for the party they don't even know where it comes from. It's an inherent love. They don't know. You ask them, no, that's my party. So to stay safe, you know, Pastor, I don't go into any area. You see that people become so passionate when they hear something said for or against. As, as we are talking right now, so many people are so disturbed that some things have been said about some people. Hey, 
Hey, was it getting him on So what to end this your flag is you are come upon us. And I MPP a tingling. As soon as you are come as soon as you are coming. You can't ask me who to post. Hey, I'm going to lose the election. No, I'm going to lose when you come to church, you know, you say Jesus is the Lord of your life. Then you are worshiping and you are standing there like a, a pillar. When they saw the fire, they all fell down. Ah, the Lord is here. The Lord, He is God. You see, and that meaning is if you have not gotten that, that's why people who are truly born again. Are the people who can really offer pure incense of worship unto God. If it is not so, your worship is based on how church You see that when they are singing, it, the singing doesn't have to go well for me to respond. The lyrics of the song, whether the person singing it is burning it or it's not burning. And you hear me. No, be in a bochy voice. And they catch yourself. I don't know how to do it. And when you hear it, you hear the smoothness of the voice. You hear the coin. As my can yet the edge. As you are domain so on kaye. On show action biasa. So you say in words and you exhibit the words in your actions. The world must know who has your heart in your worship. So when we come and we are worshiping him. Oh, me to me, me want to do for When it comes to worship, you don't, you don't focus on your crown. You don't focus on your elderly title. The twenty-four elders they cast down the anchor. That's when it comes to worship. There is no elder before God, and there is no crown that is as important as meeting the King Himself, who gives crowns. So that's why you see that some of us are really broken. Broken people worship the Lord. And as you are doing that, the clouds are gathering thick and black for the rain to pour. Because you see that it will be taking you to the next level. Is God talking here? So your worship, number three, is also a recognition of who is the provider and has provided. Your worship is your recognition of the provider and his provision. Who is the provider? Who brought the fire? And who brought the rain? 
In verse 38, the fire of the Lord fell. Whose fire? Talk to me. Whose fire fell? And when the people worshipped, when the fire fell, they were saying that the one who caused the fire to fall will also cause the rain to pour. So in verse 1, when God called Elijah to show up, look at what he told Elijah. He said, I want you to show up. Please, watch this. The reason why you must openly worship is that you are showing up. Verse 1. When you openly show up in your worship, it's beautiful. God just moves in a way that is powerful. He told Elijah in verse 1, he said, go show yourself to Ahab because I am going to cause the rain to fall. Go and show yourself to Ahab. Why are you in chapter 22? Please be careful up there and open your speaker in the studio. That's why we bought it. Chapter 18 verse 1 it said, and it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying, go show thyself unto Ahab and I will send rain up. If you show up, I will send rain. Wherever worshippers show up, God is compelled to send the rain there. The provider shows up there. Said, show up. So sometimes we come here and you are here, but you have not shown up. You have not shown up. Do you understand? In football, there is something about showing up. Somebody can be selected as first 11, and you see that throughout the whole game, the person is missing. It's running, but it's not having impact on the game. That is, he did not show in the particular day, in a particular game. So they were saying that if, if all things being equal, if he has his game, <laughs> if he has his game, things will be fine. So you see that sometimes. Some people are, are in the art in the service, but they don't have their game. But uniform. We know that you, you are a classy singer, but you don't show up when you are ministry. It's like what one or what now. You, you can have class, but your form has dipped. That's why many Christians, and that's the problem. We are worshippers, but it is not always that we send sweet fragrance of our worship to the Lord. Because today we are there, tomorrow we are not there. Today we are there, tomorrow. Are you following now? You, don't, you have to show up. When you show up in everything in worship, it is in recognition of the provider and his provision. He show up, I will let the rain come. So all this while, until Elijah showed up, the rain never came. When we come to church like this, eh, 
you have to show up. Your worship must knock God's own door. That in case, I mean for want of better words, he has not marked the register that you are around. Your worship will make him know you are around. And people who understand that my worship is a recognition of the provider and his provision. When they are worshiping it, aside giving a worship to their creator, they are motivated in the fact that there is no me without him. Just only one minute. Because he is the one who provides and protects. So when I'm worshiping him, I can't, I can't have any importance worshiping God. Because my value is given to me by the one I worship. And so, no, and so we, we, we shall, we shall, we shall, we shall be, be. And now, see me, yes, I'm to me, you cool, me, you won't to me, you cool, me, I'm catching, just told them how we cool. If this house were to catch a fire, you will even forget that you are a cool guy. You will run through some of the glasses. You will push people. You that will not even kill an ant. You will forget that human beings are. You will be pushing them. And no never will say when you So when we come here and we are worshiping him. It is powerful. It is, it is powerful. As I'm worshiping. The, the bigger rain is going to come. So, I'm going to put it in context for you. You are a Christian. You have settled that God is. And he's a sustainer of your life. Whatever you don't have. That you are believing God to receive. One of the key things to deploy is that. Just be worshipping God. Father, I worship you. Because sometimes you praise him. When you don't know what to do, worship. When you don't know what to do, praise the giver who provides, who gives things. Affirm your confidence in him. Let the world know that, look, I am looking for it. I've not gotten it, but I'm still on his side. Still on his side. And still standing. Father, I worship you for the glorious family you have given me. And the boy has not even proposed. But when you worship, it's, it's like an advance payment. You know, when you pay something in advance, they reserve the product when it arrives. Before they serve the, the, the working people, two of us. So as you are worshipping, you are, you are giving advance payment. Father, thank you for my marriage. Thank you for my good health. Thank you for my children. Thank you for this. I worship you. I raise my heart unto you. Blah, blah, blah. When the season of marriage comes, whilst people are fasting, God do it now. God said that. Samuel tells all that before he came here, his portion had been reserved. Clap offering is okay. Worship and we don't see a free unto God.
You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.